on to show and tell now, shall we? Yo, yo, what is good, my beautiful people? I am Creator K, and welcome to episode 12 of the Show and Tell podcast, a monthly show dropping every first Tuesday of each month, where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. So in this episode, which as I mentioned before, is episode number 12, and that signals one year of Show and Tell podcast. Can we get a little applause? Yes, yes. Thank you to everybody who has listened thus far, shown support, shown love, appreciate you every day of my life. I think about you guys all the time. I think about you all the time. I don't know what the what comes after that part in that song, but I, I know that I know that's from a song. Anyway, in this episode, I am joined by Boston music producer Peter Cooley. So if you're a new listener, this is how show and tell goes down. Part one of the show is where we get to dive deep into the mind of our guests and find out what makes them tick and what they've been working on lately. In part two, we have show and tell. The guest and I each bring in one item that we have been digging lately, whether that be an album that has been on repeat, an artist that deserves more eyes and ears, or a story that is worth listening to, we share what it means to us and why you might like it too. In this episode, Peter talks about his music making roots and what the catalyst was that put people onto his work, how going on his first tour a few months ago made him fall in love with the West Coast, and a little bit about Red Bull, TikTok, and Jake Paul. And I bet you were not expecting me to say those three things, but we talk about them and it's dope. In part two, Peter talks about a world of internet content that he not only loves to get lost in, but finds inspiration from, while I express my admiration for an electronic music producer who I hold in the highest regard, Sam Gellatry. With that said, let's get it. Welcome to episode 12 of the Show and Tell podcast. I am your lovely host, Creator K, and joining me on a very surprisingly mild Boston afternoon is Petey Cool Guy, aka Nice Boy Peter, aka Coolio's little brother, Peter Coolio. Welcome to the show, Peter Cooley. Thanks. Um, shout out, shout out to, to, to my big bro, Coolio. He hasn't been answering my texts. But that's really sad. We should get in contact with him and make sure. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. To. Did you like that one? I, I, the first two are kind of like nicknames I've heard before. Yeah, yeah. The third one I, I came up with I, myself. I, I, I saw them in your little book at, 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 yeah. at a time, so I was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was ready for it, but yeah, um, yeah, big, big, big fan, big fan of big all. Big fan of Coolio, yeah. How's it going, dude? How are you doing on this beautiful day? How's your life? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just kind of chilling. I'm, I'm. I've just been sort of just like staying here all, all summer. I. Uh, I got. I got like a real job for the first time. Where at? <laughs> uh, I. I just work at, a, at like a movie theater, um, which has been really cool because like I don't have to do a ton of work. Do you get free movie tickets? Uh, or well, do you get to just kind of like? I think so. Yeah. Movies? He thinks. I. Uh, so you can take advantage of that. Yeah. I, I think on my first day, I remember my boss telling me that, but I haven't seen anyone else do it, so I don't know if I have been allowed to, but I have done it before. For, for the most part, like, especially, like, like on weekdays, it's just, like, kind of a ghost town. Yeah. It's, like, not a ton of people are there, so it's, it's, it's actually kind of nice. So, like, I've been able to, like, do that. And also work on music, so it's, right. it's 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 been like a nice balance. But yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 just hanging out, just, hanging just trying out. to have fun. Yeah, trying to enjoy the summer when yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. when the temperature will allow it. Because like the last couple of weeks, or sorry, the last couple of days, I feel like it was kind of global. Everybody, it was like a hundred degrees everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Minnesota last week, and I was anticipating it being a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Being like, all right, you know, it's a little further north. But no, it was also 90 degrees there. Hmm. But enough with the weather talk. So outside of that that little side hustle that you got going just for the summer to kill some time, who are you and what do you do? My name is Peter Cooley. I am 19. I am from Boston. And I guess I guess I, I make beats, I guess. I don't know. Um, 
I, I just like to make music and uh, it seems to be that everything has just kind of come from that. Uh, I do a lot of like 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 sample based kind of like hip hop stuff. So I'll like just like find uh, uh, like jazz or like soul records on YouTube and chop them up, slow them down, like mess around with them and then sort of just like put my own drums over that. And then um, so sometimes I'll just put them out as instrumental. Sometimes I'll like reach out to friends to like do vocals on them. Uh, but that's sort of what I do for the most part. Um, I just like to, I don't know, f fuck around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we talk a little bit more about your music, because I definitely want to hear more about your process and, you know, why you got into it, how you got mm -hmm. into it. Let's play for the people a little snippet from a song that I like the most from you, or one of the ones that I mm -hmm. like, and then we can get one from you as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So do you want me to pick first? We'll play a little, um, like, 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so I want to play... I want to play High Beams from your okay. latest, latest EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into that, and we'll see you on the other side. So that was High Beams off of your latest EP. Which song do you want to play for the people? Like if someone were to walk up to you and, and ask, you know, what kind of music you make, mm -hmm. what is the example that you would give them? Or what, or I guess what song are you most proud Ooh. of to show people? The song that I'm the most proud of? That's, that's, that's tough because I guess I'm... I mean, you're not making stuff that you hate, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I guess it's, 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 it's just tough because like I'm proud of a lot of stuff for different reasons. I guess right now what's out that I'm proud of would probably have to be the next song off that EP, which is Sippin'. All right, let's get into that one. That was sipping off of the scrambled EP, which came out a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I guess like yeah, like about like three, four weeks ago by now. Yeah. So how? Let's just I don't. Let's just start from the beginning. How did you find your sound? Like you say that you like to chop up a lot of samples, sample-based music, mm -hmm. hip hop in the hip hop vein. How did you find your sound? How did you figure out? or decide rather that you wanted to make this kind of music did it i mean i assume it just came naturally yeah yeah i, I think it was it was a lot of like like trial and error i i got into like daft punk like like when i was like 12 or something um and just sort of like just dove head into like a lot of like 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 like, like the edm side of stuff and so then um through that like i was i was listening to a lot of like electronic music and then i i saw all those like videos of like people like doing like like finger drumming and stuff mm -hmm. on like launch pads mm -hmm. 
Um, and so I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so I got one for my birthday, but then realized that I like had no coordination or like skill for any of that. Uh, but then that came like the controller itself came with a like demo version of Ableton. And so I installed that on my, on my dad's computer and started messing around with that and started like learning about that. When I was starting to like do that and sort of like mess around with like the program, I, I wanted to do more kind of like, um, kind of like big, like, like, like EDM kind of stuff. And, and so eventually then I started getting back into more into rap music again. And then I found, I, I started listening to like Jay Dilla and like new jobbies and, um, the OGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just like opened up this like whole new world for me. And then I found like, uh, Mad Lib and like knowledge and like just, 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 just like a ton of producers who were just like putting out like beat tapes that just like opened a whole new world for me. I was like, Whoa, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, right. so yeah. And so then from there, I just kind of like pushed everything aside and sort of like dedicated myself to like doing that. And so, cause, cause I like kind of both sides of stuff. Like I, I like hip hop music. I like electronic music. So, um, I thought that maybe I could find some kind of bridge and, 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 and try to take the aspects that I like both from 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 both sides and try to kind of fuse them together and i think eventually more and more just like the more music i made and just, and just sort of how consistently i was like making stuff like i was able to kind of narrow down and sort of figure out like what is sort of like my sound right. to say when i first came to know you this is going to sound weird i have a weird memory for these types okay. of things but your your instagram bio said or maybe it was twitter that said like just a kid who got lucky making yeah music. yeah yeah so I want to know, I want you to elaborate on that because if people are checking you out, they're obviously seeing that you have a, a good fan base. Yeah, like yeah, you have yeah. people that listen to your music. Mm -hmm. what, what do you mean when you say that you got lucky? I, I, I don't know. I think it's just like, I, I think everything that has come to this point so far has been really like through ways that I, hmm, I, don't, I guess I don't know how to describe it. I guess like when, when, I, when I first started, what initially happened was like, I think I was like 50 when I started doing mm -hmm. this and what happened was I, I realized that like I, I, I had all these like very like okay songs just like sitting on my computer and and I realized that like I couldn't say that I made music if I didn't have anything out there online um, and so that's when I realized that I should start like posting some of this stuff and just sort of seeing what happens and it's like you know I'm not there I realized that there I was taking a bigger risk if I was just playing things safe um, and then what happened was, um, do you know, uh, um, Casey Neistat? Yeah. Okay. So what happened was, um, I was like a really big fan of his videos and this was like around the time that he like just started like vlogging mm -hmm. like daily. And so I was like a really big fan, um, of like his like movies and just sort of his like general kind of like energy. Yeah, um, I mean, he's like the pioneer of the modern vlog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and, and even like, be and even like before that, like. A lot of the stuff that he was making was was very like I don't know like it was just so fucking cool and so he was all he he also had the same kind of mentality of like look just like do it just like give things a chance so I like cold emailed him and I said hey man I really like your videos I make music like please I would appreciate it if you check it out and then like two hours later I get a, an email back from him being like oh yeah man just like send me like the file or whatever and I'll use it in my videos. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Sick. And then, yeah. and then, like, the next day, he, like, used one of my songs and, like, linked my SoundCloud in the description. And that was really what, like, got the ball rolling and got me realizing, like, oh, shit, all right, this is, like, 
something that I could do if I just take a chance and like pursue it really right. like a couple of my most popular tracks like come from the fact that he used them in his videos right. that was really exciting but um I, I like part of me also looking back on it thinks that like I, I think I got to the mindset where I just expected everything just to kind of pop off mm-hmm. and so I, I didn't I should have like worked harder to kind of like uh-huh. Um, cause I just assumed they're like, all right, I'll send it to him and then it'll all like blow up. Right. Whereas like now, like I'm sort of focusing on like different avenues that I can take things. But, um, yeah, I feel like just a lot of stuff just like happened very like naturally. And like a lot of, you know, a lot of things came out from like, you know, stuff that I didn't really try to make happen. Like a couple of years ago, like I, my like little, my younger brother like came into my room and he said, Hey, um, your song is in a Jake Paul video. And like, how do you feel about that? So (laughs) this was like before he was like, before everyone realized that he was like a really shitty neighbor. Right. And was just like an annoying guy. Actually, he didn't credit me. So I was able to put, (sighs) that doesn't surprise me. I was able to put a copyright claim on, Mm -hmm. on the video and which like put an ad over it. And I think like I made like $150 off off of his video. Nice. Um, (laughs) So yeah, and, and, and like that wasn't even because like, like, because I think like a channel uploaded my song and he found it through that. Right. And so it's like, they're like, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that like got me a lot of exposure that like I didn't necessarily try and pursue. Like it was just mm-hmm. sort of people just gravitated towards it. Right. And, and it just sort of happened. Um, yeah. I mean, it and, sounds like the music just kind of spoke for itself. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Put any effort in on like self-promotion. Mm-hmm. It seemed like kind of just did the work on its own. In a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I think that's... It. And I, I think it's definitely changed a little bit just because, like, the landscape has definitely changed a lot more. Um, but, like, but like an, initially, like, it was a lot of, like, the right thing happened at the right time at the right place. Um, right. And so I feel really grateful to be where I am now because of that. And it's, like, a lot a lot of people ask me, yeah, like, I'm, 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 I, I, like, got a text from, from, from a friend a couple of days ago and he was, like, hey, like, I'm just wondering, like, how I should get started because I want to do music, you know, more seriously. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, it's like different for everyone. And what happened for me was I sent like one email and everything just kind of happened. <laughs> right. Um, so it's like scary to think like that, that the internet's that powerful. And, and I think like, I'm really fortunate for all the opportunities that's come from that. And so now I'm just trying to kind of, um, that momentum is kind of slowed down. So I'm trying to kind of go back and, figure out how I can build that more right. and more. So do you feel like because of the internet, people kind of misconstrue how to grow and, I don't know, quote unquote, make it with music? Because, you know, without actually being in the room and seeing the process of the work it takes to make it from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like people kind of just get a the wrong idea of what it takes just because of some person's individual experience? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like you said, it's not the same for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm. And, and again, how do you even answer that question? Because mm-hmm. you know it worked for you, but even at the time, you didn't know what was working yeah, until yeah. it happened. Mm-hmm. It's such yeah, a weird yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, no, I, I think, like, it's, 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 it's definitely different for everyone. It's, like, I, I know a lot of people that, like, people see success differently. Like, I, I, I know a lot of people, like, in the community who, like, maybe aren't, like, the most popular, you know, who maybe don't have, like, you know, 100,000, like, 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 monthly listeners or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, they're in their community and they have a group that they surround themselves with that like support them throughout the way, you know, um, through everything. And so like, that's, that might be success for one person, but like blowing up on Spotify and going on tour might 
be a goal for someone else and so mm-hmm. like it's it's definitely different for everyone and i think definitely like the internet kind of blurs the lines a little bit um it makes and, it seem like there's a there's a formula yeah yeah yeah, really, yeah yeah and, yeah and there kind of is i mean there's things that you can do that are the right things to do mm-hmm. but there's all and there's things that you can do that are the wrong things to do but at the end of the day it's kind of like you said a little bit of luck but even that i don't even know if i necessarily buy into a luck thing like obviously being in the right place at the right time I'm just a big believer in the universe. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like working its magic, but I think there's amounts of things that you can do to get yourself in mm-hmm. those positions. So. Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's kind of like what I said earlier, just sort of like throwing everything at the wall and like seeing what sticks. I think right. like I think now as I'm seeing it of just sort of like trying to grow a fan base, I think honestly if you just are able to not necessarily like saturate yourself, but like if you if you can just sort of try everything and just kind of experiment and figure out what works, um I mean, if you grow enough of an audience, they'll give you. They'll, then you kind of have an idea of what. Works. Yeah, yeah. Because if it resonates with them and you see it in the numbers, which mm-hmm. in that sense, statistics are a good thing because yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see what's working and what's not. Mm-hmm. Then you do know kind of like where you should be going. As yeah, long yeah, as yeah. it as long as it coincides with what you want to be doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a disconnect there mm-hmm. sometimes with with people in the arts. As long yeah, as yeah, yeah. The numbers speak, mm-hmm. so they go and make that. Yeah. Get well, and there's just there are like so many songs just like blowing up on TikTok right now. Where I refuse to download that app. Yo, it's it's really <laughs> it's really fascinating. Yeah, it's 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 like such an interesting. I I've like tried to like mess around on it and like I I there, there I have a couple of TikToks floating around that like I'm like pretty proud of. Yeah, and I don't know like I like I I I, I think it'd be fun like if I blew up on TikTok and just like right. or or like like a song of mine did. So like it, it's 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 like really interesting how like a, a song can blow up but not necessarily like for the song itself if that makes sense yeah well it's like i wonder how denzel curry feels about ultimate now oh my and i'm God. sure that's yeah, in, yeah, i'm yeah, sure yeah, that's yeah. in an interview somewhere but that song i'm gonna sound like a hipster but i knew that song before vine mm-hmm. picked it up mm-hmm. and uh i really liked it i still do it's lost a little bit of its luster just because of the saturation in yeah, Vine. Yeah, yeah. but i just wonder how he feels about that i mean i'm sure it, i mean it, it helped him blow up mm-hmm. like in a way it helped him like kind of take a the next step in in the public eye but that song is kind of like what you're saying. It really wasn't really about the song at that mm. point anymore. It was about like bottle flips and yeah, yeah, yeah. dabbing and stuff yeah. like that. So <laughs> like you don't associate it with the artist as much as you do with what people do with it. To yeah, yeah, their own yeah. Like personalities. Mm. Yeah, dude, the internet's wild, man. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. I I I I love it and hate it. Yeah, just because like you know because everyone can you know everyone has like the same tools to like right. yeah, yeah, make yeah. whatever they want but then but then you get like you 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 get the jake pauls of, of the world and just and just yeah. people where it's like you're, you're you're like the most like watered down like pretty boy ever and it's like i i don't know what else you bring to the table other than like you can do your hair nice <laughs> you're hearing this jake paul those are fighting words hey yo jake meet me out on the sidewalk and we can square up any sidewalk any Just sidewalk i'm a fucking i'm a fucking i'm a fucking uh 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 slap you in the teeth oh, man. Shit. <laughs> hey yo jake paul hey yo jake paul i'm gonna take you i'm gonna take you out on a date yeah hey yo hey yo jake paul i'm gonna take you out to whole foods and uh i'll get you the freshest produce i'm a fucking i'm a fucking help you write your resume I'm gonna say you're proficient in Microsoft Excel. We're gonna use all the finest fonts. 
I'm gonna take you out to, to, to Martha's Vineyard. We can go clamming. Uh, 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 I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking, uh, 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 help you build your credit score. Uh, all you need to sucks, do honestly. is get, oh my really god, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I can imagine him being in quite some debt. <laughs> um, but uh, hey. Yeah. Hey, Jake Paul, if you're listening, which I, I dude, if you're not listening, I'm a, no, I'm a, <laughs> if you're not, uh, if you're listening, just email, uh, let's show and tell one at gmail.com. We can get this all set up. My people will talk to your people. Jake, Jake. Okay. Hey, every, everyone listening, uh, I, I, I need you to, 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 to spam Jake Paul in the, in the comments. I need you to tag him everywhere. I need you to find every way that you can contact him with this episode, with the time code. So that way, um, we, we can make this happen because, uh, uh, you know, he'll he'll probably remember me from when he stole my song two years ago, but then decided to credit me afterwards after I stole his money. Um, so he, he he probably knows who I am, and yeah. uh, you know, been working out a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, I I, I think I got what it takes to win a fight. Yeah. So against him and all of Team Ten. Well, does that even exist anymore? Well, I think. I don't know. I'm pretty. I think it's just him and his dad now. Oh, I like, like his. I don't know if you watch any of the videos with his dad. I, I, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, where he like kisses that that like 17 year old girl. Oh yeah, no, I know that yeah. one. Shout out Greg Paul. <laughs> Greg Paul. We think we could go even further into what what we do to Greg Paul, but oh man, we gotta, oh man, we can we can move move on from please, this. Yeah, point. At, at, let's change. Please, let's please, change. Please, actually, let's change gears a little bit. Let's get back into you. So you went on tour. Uh, oh yeah, kind of recently. I don't know how long ago was that. Uh, that was like at the end of April. That that, that was okay, like the that end of April into May. And what was that tour exactly? It was with um, Brunch Collective. So or was it just called Brunch? It, tour? It, it was it was it was called it was it was called Brunch. It was the Brunch Super Cool Show Tour. Oh, I think so. It didn't have anything to do with Brunch Collective. No, so I'm totally no. wrong. On we that. we, okay. we actually had one of the guys from Brunch Collective open for us in gotcha. Phoenix, okay. but it was like was completely. It yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Corey He's Wade's sick. Yeah, yeah, I've never met him, and I've only interacted with him on the internet. But I can tell you that he's the homie. Yeah, I, I, I like had no idea who he was, but I and I had to apologize to him for that because he was so fucking good. Yeah, he's his dope. his set was crazy. But yeah, so it was um it was like a, I was out there for like a week and a half with everyone with uh with with Bisquick and, and Atwood and uh, uh Tochi who was kind of I guess sort of like the tour manager I don't know like like they're all in like a collective called off the jump so yeah so it was like the four of us had it, so we played in Phoenix San Diego San Francisco and Seattle uh we drove the whole the, the whole thing Jeez. it was it was uh and and Tochi did all the driving too which like I feel really bad for right uh but he was like willing to do it but we we all chipped in for gas so I guess I guess he 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 was he was fine with it, but yeah, it was so much fun. It's my first time like really out on the on the West Coast for like music and like doing shows and stuff. I don't remember having that much fun in a very yeah. long time. The shows were small enough where like and it was like a really fun kind of like like intimate right. environment, and um, I was able to uh, like after my set, I was able to just kind of like hang out and like see um atwood and, and, and bisquick play and, and and got to like talk to people who came out to the show and everything and um i don't know it, it was just really cool just like meeting everyone and just right. like meeting a bunch of like really interesting people that being said like the driving was like pretty awful i got like addicted to um i got addicted to to red bull and welch's fruit snacks 
Um, could could have, I don't know. It could have been math. It, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that's true. Actually, so like so like Tochi and I like we would both whenever we like, went to a gas station, we would try and try a different flavor of Red Bull, yeah. and 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 we like both decided that the best flavor of Red Bull is um i think it's called the coconut edition is it the yellow one no 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 okay. it's it's like a white because i don't really drink where's my drink because i don't really drink red bull so i'm not too familiar yeah 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 well, well neither was i and I, I i i didn't drink as much red bull until i realized that i was like really tired and just like needed caffeine yeah no, um, I feel, I totally but it's it's like it's like a pina colada flavor yeah and it's so it's fucking good, good. <laughs> it's it's really really huh. good and it's like it shouldn't be and it was like when like Tochi first got it, he was like, "Yeah, man, like I bought the coconut edition," and we were all just like, "What the fuck, dude? Like <laughs> yeah. that sounds gross." Yeah. Uh, but then we all tried it, and we we're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. You know, we were driving. I think the longest drive we did was maybe like ten hours or something from from San Diego to um to uh, Eugene, Oregon. Damn. Because we had like friends up there. Wow. I mean, the, the drive itself was was like beautiful. Yeah. And like especially. I want to move to Oregon so badly. It's so yeah. nice out there. That stretches. And like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's basically like, um, just like any part of New England, just like on steroids. It's right. like, it's, it's so, it's so people nice. Are, and like, nicer. yeah, yeah. And like, um, so yeah. And it's like, I, I, I like it a lot here. Um, I, I think it's, it's like generally nice and, 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 and there's, and there's enough stuff to do, but, um, I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like just sometimes the environment, especially like, my hometown it's like everyone there is like very like entitled and it's just uh-huh. like there's just like an energy to the city where it's just like i i don't think i could i don't like like i like i i don't know if i could be here forever yeah like i i i would i would i would like the idea of like after after school sort of going somewhere where i could sort of just like disconnect myself from everything and sort of like mm-hmm. have my own life right and not just sort of stay in the same area the whole time so I don't know that that might change over time, but like yeah. definitely like Oregon and like the West Coast is like very very appealing. So I I might try and 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 get out there and maybe yeah. live there. Yeah, let's wrap up part one and get back with part two if that's cool with you. Yeah yeah yeah. All right, so we will be back in part two, which is show and tell. Welcome back to the Show and Tell podcast. I'm here with Peter Cooley. Um, weather update, it's still nice. Just thought I'd give a Hell nice yeah. weather yeah, update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is part two of the show where I ask the guests to bring in an item of significance. They get to talk about it, why it's cool, why they like it, why you'll think it's cool, and if you don't think it's cool, they'll beat you up. I get to do the same, and the same goes, I'll beat you up if you don't like it too. Here goes nothing. Would you like to go first with your item, Peter? Or would you like me to go first? Um, I don't mind going first. Okay, so cool. um, we we talked about this a little bit before, but uh, my item is kind of like like a category, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, the most just finding the most like obscure kind of like people on on YouTube that I can find. Um, there there there's there's a lot of variety in that. Um, we I I I I showed you a fifty year old man from California. His real name is Steven, but his 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 YouTube account is called Kiss Cactus. Which originated because there's a video of him kissing a cactus, uh, which which is out there, and so he has about like four thousand videos on his YouTube channel, and what he does is he'll display an item that's around him, and then he'll turn the camera over to him and and he'll yell, "Not too shabby," 
Um, so for example, this whiteboard that I'm looking at, not too shabby. And that's all they are. I'm gonna insert in post. So this is a message to me in the future. I'm gonna insert like one or two of those. Okay. Just, just sound, good, sound good, wise. Good. You can get yeah, yeah, yeah. of his voice. It's two yellow Corvettes. Not too shabby. It's a book called From the Land Where the Big Fish Live. Not too shabby. It's a three pound bag of cheese raviolis. Not too shabby. And yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. And it's like, there, there's so many other people like that that I found. Like, I found like a, 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 a random, like, like high school, like AV club, like morning announcement oh, God. program. Like, Cur like current or is it from current current okay. current well it's like they, they have a whole like back catalog too right. it's, it's like some random but it's like, not like from the 90s no no okay. no it's like right. today yeah it's, it's 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 some like random like high school in in, in utah i don't know because because it's like it's it's like it's like a whole universe that like i am not a part of but it's it's just such an interesting insight to culture and like who these people are i i get to know everything that's going on at the school it sounds the, the, so creepy. When no, you no, well, it, but it's 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 just like so interesting because yeah. it's like you can tell like some kids are like really passionate about it and like some kids just like don't want to be there at all. It's 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 like so cool to like to like look at and it's like like a lot of those people like 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 Kiss Cactus and this school and like a bunch. I I I could go on and on. There's this guy um, from like Denmark who has this like device called the Floppatron where he like takes a bunch of like dot matrix printers and like 40 floppy disk drives and like hard drives and like is able to program them where they could where he makes like a fully functioning band out of it it's 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 <laughs> insane it's so cool yeah he, he he like does everything and he has like he has like smoke machines going around and like makes it look like they're on stage and stuff like that and it's like there's so many people that i just love where like they're clearly not doing it for money and stuff like that and like i think a lot of people especially the people that like i'm around um who are you know, try, trying to like take more kind of creative stuff more seriously where it's, you know, they, 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 they want to, you know, do A, B, C, and D so that way they can break even on like whatever. And, and, you know, they, 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 they want to like monetize their art, which like I'm all for, and like, I'm doing that. So like, I, I, I don't have anything against that. Passion's got to be the first. Yeah. 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 And, and it's yeah. like, I, I love people who, where you can tell that they're doing it because they genuinely love doing it mm -hmm. like oh my god I, I found this like seven-year-old kid who has this youtube channel called the prehistoric channel and it's really just him like reviewing dinosaur toys and like playing with dinosaurs like in his basement and he has like a whole like table with like a whole like like environment and like ecosystem set up and like dinosaurs are in there like, in a specific place and he has a video where he like puts like a camera on the back of like a on, on the back of a pterodactyl and like flies through the whole thing and it's so cool because you can yeah because he you can he he loves it so much right and it's like i know nothing oh man to have about that it. innocence still yeah 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 and it's like he just does it because he loves doing it and i feel like when we all like get into passions we all do it because we love doing it and then eventually mm -hmm. more and more opportunities come where you know we can get more out of that than just enjoyment and um I think like I found I found a lot of these people in like the right time where like you know I, I I sometimes like just get like so like like in my head about um about like music and like why I'm like doing it and everything and then going through my YouTube subscriptions and like seeing a a a a kid and you know seeing a, a teenager in like Utah talk about like 
sports or like the stocks and stuff like that or, or like seeing this like seven-year-old kid like unbox like his new dinosaur toy it, it, it makes me like remind myself why i did it because mm. i i love doing it and so i think like you know i i i i can worry about the business side of stuff you know when i need to but like if i can just make music that makes me happy and make art that reminds me why i want to get in all this in the first place it's like seeing people like that like make me really enjoy make make me really love what i do even more yeah. um and so that's some of my favorite things on the internet just people just being unapologetically them how are you finding this stu- how are you finding like um, some of this stuff because i i feel like just briefly youtube has been the feed has been very interesting because I am in a terrible, terrible habit of watching some YouTube videos before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like not have my phone yeah, in the room. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying that for about a year now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get an alarm clock and mm-hmm. leave my phone out of the room, but I, I mean, who the fuck am I kidding with that? Yeah. Um, so I, but I feel like YouTube has been suggesting the most random videos, not quite to the extent that you're speaking mm-hmm. of. So mm-hmm. how are you finding those? Um, so I think it's either just through like friends, like there, there, there's some weird people that, that I'm friends with from like high school. Yeah. Some stuff I've like stumbled on through Reddit, but I think just the more of this like weird stuff that I find and like, I think I'm also like looking for it. Like sometimes what my friends and I would do would we was like, we would like search up just like a random term and like sort it by the upload date. So like you wouldn't get the most popular video, but you would get like okay. the most like obscure video. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So like we would. <laughs> my, Fighting the algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so it. so like my, my friend Devin and I, um, I sh- I should show you some of his movies after this because he, he okay, is so yeah. talented. Yeah. We like we like looked up I was attacked, and then we like sorted it by the upload date, oh, and then like there's just like a video of like a kid like running around like pretending that he was like attacked like a bear by a bear and it, it's like filmed vertically and everything and it's and, and and it's and it's so funny so yeah so starting by the upload date is like definitely the, the way to go um i'm gonna try that more often yeah to just like find the most like niche stuff yeah there's there's two that i want to share with you and the listeners that i've come across well the first one of them i've come across just like I said, where YouTube just kind of suggested it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things where you like, you'll scroll down to the comments and every comment will be like, here I am at 2am laying mm-hmm. in my bed watching this video. I don't know how I got here. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how I got there either, but there's this, so there's this one channel called gels, marble races. I think it's gel or jelly gel J E L L E. And it's this, I think it started with this guy, but it might be a, a group of people where they basically have the main focus is the marble Olympics. Whoa. It's amazing. And it just reminds me of how I was when I was a kid. So I guess I should explain what it is briefly. It's basically a bunch of marbles competing in events. So you have like, I don't know, like the crazy cat's eye is, the, is like the most known marble. It's the okay. clear one with the little swirl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that team is called the crazy cat's eyes. Then you have the, the indigo stars. They're blue marbles. Then you have like the lightning bolts, which are the blue and yellow ones. The uh, Midnight Wisps are the black marbles, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. There's like 16 teams, there's qualifiers, and they do races. Like, basically a guy sets up a giant Gravitrax thing, or sometimes they're outside. Um, if it's in the winter, he'll set up these little slalom courses in the snow, and there'll be a little mechanical starting line, um, which is operated by you know a button, and you press the button, and the marbles race to the finish. And there's like 16 events or whatever, and at the end of it, a team is crowned with gold, silver, and bronze, and they just kind of compete. And like, it's the perfect thing to 
you know, watch while you're eating lunch. That's I don't know. So I think it's cool. I think it's amazing because yeah. the production value is insane. Yeah, you have yeah, a guy yeah. who's comment commentating while the events are happening mm-hmm. as if it's just like the real Olympics. He's like he's like, Here we go with the midnight wisps on their first <laughs> attempt and he'll like comment huh. commentate through it is, and it's, is, is there a guy with like a steady cam like following yeah, the marbles? Yeah, there's oh, there's okay. different camera angles. There's like the you know, a wide cam, there's um, you know, close ups. They have uh, stands set up with marble fans and they have like little posters, flyers, like things uh, oh. rooting on the teams. Um, my favorite team currently is the O Rangers. It's the orange ones. Okay. And whenever they go to compete in an event, you hear in the background in the audio uh, the crowd going, oh. <laughs> so there's like these little <laughs> yeah, yeah, additives yeah. that are just insane. And it, it, I just kind of found it while I was falling asleep and now I'm like obsessed with the channel. So that's one thing that's just yeah, completely yeah, yeah. random. But you can tell that like there's a passion for these people to just put in an insane amount of effort and detail into something and mm. it's grown. Like I think the channel has like 300,000 subscribers oh, at least. Shit. Okay. So there's like an actual following yeah, of merchandise yeah, yeah. and they've turned it into something where people, it's like a cult following mm-hmm. almost. Huh. So that's one thing. The other thing is definitely a little more niche and it's, it's not something that's incredibly popular, but, um, one of the videos that I edited for Jimmy Conrad, he did a man on the street thing. Okay. Um, when he hit a hundred thousand subscribers, he was just like interviewing, uh, people like, how do you feel that I've hit 100,000 like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. on the street? And this one guy was like, oh, I make YouTube videos too. He's like, I review smells. Whoa. <laughs> so we checked out his channel and he, it was like a shoe review. Like he got Yeezys, but he uh-huh. also like, he, so he would smell them and then he would give a review. <laughs> and that was basically the, the extent of the video. That's, like okay. he just take mundane things and just like smell it and give it a, a score hmm. of one to 10. That's cool. I don't remember wow. the name of the channel, but very similar to what yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to the stuff that you were recommending. Yeah, it's, it's it's just cool that like you know like I I've I'm like caught up in like the whole like sound the world of SoundCloud that like yeah. people like looking at it from the outside are probably like, all right, so you like you're like festival in Minecraft, right? Like, all right, like people yeah. do that, like, but then like it's it's just interesting to kind of flip that position where like I'm looking into a world that someone else is so caught up in and so passionate about and seeing the passion for like marbles or like smells as yeah. I am for music is like really cool and like exciting yeah. to me is there anything any other ones you want to share oh man oh i'm gonna try to link these in the show notes okay. somehow well, yeah I'll I'll, 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 yeah. I'll I'll try to like find links and then send them to you cool but uh there's an instagram account called lizard force which is a man from let me see if i can pull it up it's it's this like guy in the middle of amsterdam but what but what he does is like he had he like makes his own militarized dinosaur toys yeah i mean that's what's gonna happen to us oh well, yeah future, yeah, yeah. Society, society so he's like ahead of the curve yeah I- I- exactly but like he like is like so like detailed with them oh shit okay yeah that's sick so what i'm looking at now is a tyrannosaurus rex like with um camo army mm-hmm. grade camo a nice little like army bucket hat yeah and uh uh, a machine gun. Yeah, and it's like all like perfectly like proportioned and everything. And the picture is incredible. It's like taken with like a nice SLR yeah, yeah, camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's yeah, and like he just like he's like created like a whole like universe. That's sick. And like just like there's like a whole like mythos to to everything. And um, he has this whole like catchphrase of like they're 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 like these lizard these dinosaurs are like their their goal is to like turn mankind into sausages. And, and, and just sort of like 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 take over the planet and, and and eliminate all humans if you were to get one 
like account out of this, I would definitely recommend Lizard Force. Lizard Force. I think it's. I think it should it's, be made into a like an Adult Swim show. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like yeah. It. Yeah. He he like he like does some like some like stop motion kind of okay. like video stuff. Yeah. I I think it's I think it's Lizard underscore Force on Instagram. Oh. If you get anything out of this show, Lizard Force. Yo, it's, and I feel like this is a nice little insight into your personality. It, no, <laughs> it, it's like I I I just love cool shit. So with that, let's move on to my item, which uh, is not nearly as... I've, now I feel like it's not nearly as fun to talk about. It's okay, it's okay. Thanks. <laughs> no, it, it, will, it will be fun to talk about. This is episode 12, as everyone knows. When episode 13 comes out in September, we'll be moving to bi-week... Bi, no, sorry, bi-monthly. So two episodes a month. So as of right now, I'm feeling like... I might just open up show and tell to just the guests and I get to absorb whatever they bring in. So this may possibly be one of the last items that I bring to the table for a while. So make of that what you will. But for episode 12, I'm bringing producer, music maker, uh, guy, Sam Gellatry to the table. Sammy G. I tried to give him an intro like I gave you, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I didn't write anything down. So it's can't okay, really think okay. on the fly. It's okay. Uh, uh, so he is a Scottish DJ producer who, for me, uh, I classify him as, like, the epitome of future beats. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He classifies himself as an electronic producer, which I think is perfect because his style is so far-reaching mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, within the umbrella of electronic music. But And his sound has just really developed over time. Like, he started out as Synthy Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Synthy Sam. And he would put out a lot of house music. Um, kind of like that UK style yeah, house, house, which is so, so good. Yeah. But the uh, so he started out making like a lot of house music and trap music. He did a lot of um, remixes of like Danny Brown mm-hmm. and trap songs. I think Bruh, which is one of his more popular ones from back in the day on SoundCloud, was the one that, uh, along with those house tracks, got me into his music. And now he's kind of blossomed, and I think he still is blossoming into mm-hmm. this incredibly talented and. Would you say I would say excuse me trend setting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. What, yeah. So coming from you, what would you if people like X, Y, and Z, they'd like Sam Gallatry, who is like X, Y, and Z. Oh, because um, personally, I think the first one that came to mind was Flume. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Flume. I, I, per, I think mo- most people you know who are listening to this show will probably have heard of Sam mm-hmm. Gallatry. Yeah, because yeah, he's not yeah. that underground mm-hmm. at this point. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I think it's 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 tough. Yeah, I I think definitely Flume is like a good comparison, but it's 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 so tough just because like he's so like in his own lane, and yeah. it's like he just has such a, and and it's, I I guess it's like I like I Sam Gallatry had like 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 a ripple effect to like a lot of producers, but I don't know if like I, I it's hard to think of producers that may have had a ripple effect on him. I guess like yeah, I guess if if you like Flume or like. Mr. Carmack, even yeah, um, yeah, Mr. Carmack for sure. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Carmack or like um, any of those like Team Supreme kind of cats, like Great Dane or like um, I'm like blanking on yeah. a lot of them. Well, but... I I was doing just a little bit of research because I you know I've listened to him for a while, but I never you know looked at any interviews to try to like learn more about him as a person. But he says that you know two of his biggest influences among I'm sure many others are Flylo. Oh, Lotus true. And yeah, mm-hmm. and I think in his most recent project, Viewfinder, uh, Volume One, Phosphine, mm-hmm. which, by the way, when he dropped it, he's just like, "This is some music to tide you over until my next project." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And on its own, it's a fucking mm-hmm. incredible project. Um, I definitely get the the notes of Flylo in that. In okay. That yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because I think so. So, just to rewind a little bit, he has four. 
projects out on on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify mm-hmm. listener, you can check those out. He had three a three part EP series called Escapism, which I think if you're going to jump into his music first, which I'll get to in a little bit, I would go with like Escapism two. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he said that that's the type of stuff that he would want to play in a club. Mm-hmm. So it, so it has a little bit more of like a, a rhythm in a way like a clubby type rhythm trap style yeah, yeah, yeah um so he has those two and then or those three rather he has another he has a another ep on soundcloud called ideas which like in you'd think that they're just kind of like throwaway tracks or he might deem them not as throwaway tracks because they're obviously public that but they're they're kind of whips they're just yeah, works yeah. in progress like but filler. they still sound like these in, incredibly polished mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. I like using incredibly a lot um i gotta find another word to to diversify my my vocabulary but even his works in progress and his like kind of flips and remixes mm. are just they sound yeah 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 miles ahead of like what other people are doing. No, and that's yeah. not a knock on what other people are doing. He's just on a whole other level. Yeah, I don't know. From the interviews that I read, he seems like a really down to earth guy mm-hmm. too. Because I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just my cynicism speaking that is forever growing. <laughs> the older I get, I feel something I'm trying to fight mm-hmm. is uh, I feel like a lot of younger kids who are making art kind of like. The sense of entitlement kind of grows. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is, is more present nowadays. I feel like, or at mm-hmm. least that's what I'm seeing on social media. I don't know. I feel some type of way about certain artists who maybe got to one level of success and then think they have all the answers to mm-hmm. things. I won't get into that too much, but yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like, with from what I've read uh, with Sam Gellatry, he seems he, over everything he's just kind of quiet you don't mm. see he's not very present on yeah, social yeah, media yeah. and i think that's kind of important again he's just mm. letting his music do the talking yeah yeah and i think that's maybe from some coming from someone who doesn't make music uh i think maybe that's another characteristic mm-hmm. that's important is just kind of like just let your work do the talking yeah yeah, be yeah. humble take the criticism mm-hmm. and also just don't be too hard on yourself when you're young you're much more malleable and uh prone to letting things get to you you know what i mean mm. so i don't know would you agree yeah 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 <laughs> am yeah, i yeah. sounding cool or smart yeah no i i i i, I think that definitely makes sense i think what i what i think is, is really cool about it exactly just like making the music speak for itself and like he really only will like post stuff on social media if it's like actually like like important right and so like yeah. it's it's like i i think when he like announced that that whole project he was Did like oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, "All right, yeah, like I have, I'm dropping like what? It's like nine songs or something, like yeah, yeah, twelve, I think. Oh, twelve. Oh shit, I think. Yeah, he's like, yeah, here's like a three minute video that is just like little clips and teasers to all of them, and everyone's like, oh shit, like whoa, what's happening? Like, like, yeah. like, like we're, we're in full like Sammy G season. Yeah. Um, and and I think that that's like really exciting when someone just kind of like goes in the shadows a bit and then. And then- just like still has the weight yeah 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 and and, and 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 it's like I, I, there was like someone that was thinking that recently choker does that yeah 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 oh fuck who was it um it might have been it might have been carmack or um yeah it might have been or 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 or, 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 or even oh I, I guess most recently skrillex like last week he was like all right hey um here are two songs you guys have been waiting on for like five years uh, I'm just gonna put them out as an EP, and like the visuals on YouTube are just gonna be screen recordings of my Ableton files, so you can see like how I process everything. Huh. Here you go. It's coming out on Friday. <laughs> everyone's, cool. everyone's like, "Oh yeah. fuck!" Because like we've been so just used to like he like put out his album like five years ago, and then he's been kind of like doing his thing, like making like pop tracks and stuff like that, which is like cool. Because like he would like open 
one of his shows, he would like open all of his shows with like this like one song, like everyone has been like demanding for, has been like trying to like 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 leak and like find like different like like rips of it online, and then he was eventually like, yeah, here it is, like so what, like I'm 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 still like making this stuff, and like there are all these like little like teasers in like the video of like other stuff that's like right. that he could be like dropping very soon, yeah, and it's just like that being able to like take a break and then just like come back just full force and like not. Cause, Cause I think there, there are a lot of times where like, you know, if, if I haven't heard from someone in a long time, like, Oh, like, have they like stopped making music? Right. Like, what are they doing? But it's like, they're like constantly like still doing it. And they're just kind of like waiting for the right time where they can just like start that momentum mm-hmm. again. And like that, that's really exciting. And I think Sam uh, Galatri does like a really good job yeah. doing that. It goes against the whole announcement culture that we have now. Where yeah. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Making an announcement in a week and then you make the announcement. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. coming in another month mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, all right, here it is. I'm just going to go back in hiding, and I'll just come back yeah. and I have something else. Yeah. Before we wrap up, if I were to recommend a few tracks, this was one of the more difficult things for me to do because there's so many songs from Sam G that I really like and that I would recommend to people. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to list off a few of them. And if you have a pen and paper, uh, if you're taking notes during this podcast, I don't know why you would be doing that, but you're welcome to write these tracks down. So, Ceremony is mm-hmm. probably one of my number one tracks. Well, that's that's fucking contradictory. Probably one of my number yeah, one yeah, tracks. Yeah. There's only one number one. It's one of my favorite tracks. Ceremony, Pay Me is one of uh, an older one of the older tracks from SoundCloud from like three or four years ago. Glacier, Rock With You remix. He did a remix of Michael Jackson's Rock With You when he was oh, Cynthia yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. It's actually his first track on his SoundCloud page. Um, and then from his project Viewfinder, my favorites were Thinking, which was the one that got teased before it dropped. Neptune and Phosphorus. So I know that was a lot to take in if you're listening, but um, just go on, just just go check them out. Give give them a spin. Let me know what you think about them. And if you're into Sam Gillitry and you want to find more people like that, check out Chromanichi. Yeah, because like he's he's like if if he doesn't reveal that he's like Sam Gillitry's like son, (laughs) like one day, like I'm gonna be really surprised. Yeah. Um, because like you can hear his influence and everything and he just like pushes that sound even more and, and he's got his own unique sound too that yeah, he yeah, refers yeah. to as um, Nietzsche Bounce oh which God. I think is really dope yeah, I'd love to have him on the show sometime yeah. soon so if you're listening hit me up so yeah I'm good for part two from my end so let's wrap things up so Peter thank you so much for coming where can people find you what do you want to share with the world um, outside of some of those random videos you're talking about right oh there? yeah 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 alright um, uh, you can uh, I guess Hmm. I guess you could follow me on Twitter, uh, uh, at at Cooley Peter K U L I. Instagram is is Peter Cooley. Um, I'm starting to kind of use that more. What, what, what music's on Spotify? Oh yeah, yeah. Your music's on Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, when when is this episode coming out? This will be out in uh, a week and a half. Okay. Which is the first Tuesday of the month. First Tuesday that's of the like month. like August sixth or something. Okay. Well, cool. So probably by the time you're listening to this, August seventh, Peter Cooley merchandise is dropping we got shirts we got crewnecks we got hoodies and we got stickers um so you can go check that out i'll probably have some like post about it Uh, i'm trying to think of anything else i I forgot to mention this earlier we're so peter was a part of curfew the show that that show and tell was a part of throwing in january we're doing another show it's not curfew it's delete boston it's just another one-off show with yourself and Mm -hmm. chuck sutton and VND, Boston artist, mm-hmm. and Nabita, another New England artist, and Atura, another New England artist, and then 
underscores at this point in time. If you're, you're listening to this by by now or by the time it comes out, um, that is the lineup. Mm-hmm. There might be some shit that changes, but that is the slated lineup. Yeah, yeah. It's August 24th at Dorchester Art Project, which uh, is going to be like a quarter mile from where I'm about to move to, which is dope. I'm still going to be in Boston, obviously, but I'm moving. So if you guys want to like go to the show and then like hang out after, we can hang out and like we stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now, actually, so we, we, we've been having a lot of fun with this recording, but I, I want to get serious for a little longer. Okay. Um, everyone, uh, it's, 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 it's important that you build good credit. When, when, when I turned 19, and you, and, you, and you can do this a little earlier, um, I, got, I got a credit card. Um, you you, you want to use it exactly like, like, Where is like, this coming like, from? like, like how it use cash. <laughs> um, they, don't, they don't teach this stuff in, oh, in, in, it's in, true. in school. No, they, they, they don't. don't. They so, don't. So, so, yeah, so you, you, want, you, you, you want to use that just like how you use cash or a debit card. And you know, you know, really, you know, you, you can buy small things, you can buy big things, as long as you know you can pay it off um, every month. Don't don't miss it. But eventually, try not to pay the minimum. Try to pay. It yeah, off no, yeah, full. yeah. Try try to pay it in full. You're you're gonna get a lot of interest. You can pay it early, but as long as you do it before the due date, you're you're okay. But it's important to do that because that way you can get a lease on an apartment, <sighs> yep, or a car, and you don't have to rely on your parents. So yeah, build build good credit. And um, you know, if if you have any questions, uh, just 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 DM me on Twitter, Instagram, and, and we can talk about it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining me on this podcast. Before I go officially, officially, just a couple other things. So once again, delete Boston, August twenty fourth, Dorchester Art Project. It's like eight thirty to midnight. Show like that. It's good music. Peter's playing. He'll play some music. You can actually, if you're going to be there in person, you can ask him like what credit cards are good to go mm-hmm. to. I personally recommend Chase Sapphire. That's oh, right yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. If, it's like if you spend like 3K in the first couple of months, you get like 50,000 bonus points, which is like a trip. Oh, to, uh, okay. Like a weekend, a weekend good, trip. Good, 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 good. So, um, yeah, I'll be there as well doing some mm-hmm. dancing and shit. Yeah. Um, follow us on social media at Let's Show and Tell. All the show notes to this show, which will have Peter's socials, his music. Uh, the stuff that we talked about in part two will be at soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell follow our Spotify playlist because it validates me um, I update those weekly we're going to be moving to two episodes a week sorry that's what I wrote in my notebook but that's wrong <laughs> two episodes a month starting in September or at least that's the plan see how things go and yeah thanks everybody for listening thank you again Peter for joining me thank you for having me and as always sharing is caring peace Thank you.